0: hallelujah,
1: hallelujah.
0: Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look what the Lord has done. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's so good to be in the house of the Lord with you wonderful people, worshiping God together, believing God to do great things. And uh, the prayer room last night was the way the prayer room should be. It was powerful. It was full of the people of God, walked into 50 or more people praying, and uh, that's exactly how it should be, and it was a wonderful time, I'm so happy, and I see Sister Sherwood here, I am so happy to have Sister Sherwood here, amazing woman of God, her and her husband pastored many years, and she uh, went to visit somebody and had some health issues and uh, now she's back with us and I'm just so happy about it. I really, really am. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And uh, I have been asked to preach short today. You know, Brother Timmy and I have two different accounts of the same story. Brother Timmy was talking about, uh, Brother Timmy Powell was talking about when he asked Dad a long time ago when he was ministering somewhere, you know, what to say and what to do and Dad told him, he said, "Listen." If God gives you a little, just speak a little. If God gives you a lot, speak a lot. That's not what Dad told me. Dad said if God gives you a little, you speak a little. If God gives you a lot, you speak a little. <laughs> I don't know if it's more dangerous the more I talk or what, Brother Timmy, but that's, that's the way I remember the story anyhow. Uh, but uh, at the end of service, um, Brother uh, Bishop and Sister Barnum are writing a book about Bellevue. And uh, they're wanting to put some pictures in it from people that have been here through the years. So those have been here 40 years, 30 years, um, and, and on down. They'll give you those numbers. So uh, because of that, they asked me to preach shorter. So I'm going to do my best to do that. I used to be better at it than I am now. But I do just have really some... Uh, Uh, It's a message from the Lord. I have no doubt about that, Uh, but I don't. I don't think it's a sermon. I think it's some some thoughts, some observations, some things that I just feel like God wants me to say. And so I'm just going to. I'm going to preach it. I'm going to say it. Then we're going to uh, move on. It's great to have Alanda and Joel Johns here. So thankful to have them here. You notice I said Alonda first because that's who we really love around here. We put up with anyone else. Oh, yes. Let's pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, I'm so thankful for your goodness and your mercy. God, I pray that the Holy Ghost will come down here today. God, help me, God, to deliver what you have put in my spirit and my soul. God, let the power of God flow through this place. Let someone be stirred. Let someone be changed. In the name of the lord jesus will you really pray for a moment and just begin to reach after god will you lift your voice just a little bit and just really talk to him personally lord here i am god i need you today i need you to stir me i need you to change me lord i came with a need today god help me in the name of the lord jesus in the name of the lord jesus Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated. I remember as a kid um, uh, playing, and I remember mainly over in the old uh, church and uh, running and and playing over there. And uh, I got in a lot of trouble, Bubba. Y'all, we remember some of those things, Bobby. I'm not going to embarrass you, don't worry. But we, we, we did all kinds of stuff out there, and uh, uh, I, I remember trying to convince people that my my dad wanted me one time to climb up in a ceiling that was like this, and that I was supposed to be looking for something, and uh, it wasn't this high, thank God, but I it was a drop ceiling, and I fell through. It was actually in the bathroom. I fell through it, my head hit in the sink, knocked me out cold. Um, I had some interesting things that happened, but one of the things that we played there all the time because it was a great uh, place to do it, uh, especially in that back area, was hide-and-seek. I mean, we did a lot of hide-and-seek, and and no one ever wanted to be it. I mean, you want to do a lot of things, but you don't want to be it, so you go through the process. Here you go. I can't remember how it starts. No, it's not one potato. One potato was boring. We didn't do one potato. We did um Yeah, any meanie, that's what we did. Eenie meanie, miny moe, catch a tiger, buy his toe. If he hollers, let him go. My mama told me to pick the very best one and you are not it. Oh, I'm it. You hated to be it. And but it was what it was. And so if you were it, you were it. And uh and, and, and that that's the way it happened. You just went running all over the place and, and uh you know, we would hide all over the place. But it was, a, it, was a, it was a fun game to play, uh, but it really wasn't, when you look at it in the grand scheme of things and, and running around, why are we, exactly are we doing this? Uh, and, and we would get in trouble sometimes because some of the places we hid, uh, we would leave smelling like garbage because, I mean, the garbage can was one of the best places to hide. I don't know if you know that. But people almost never look in the garbage can, even when they throw things in and you're inside. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. But this, this, this game that we play, that we go through, and I, I, I want to preach and, and talk and, uh, just a little bit. I want to, in some ways, talk about what we talked about last week. I want us to get something in our spirits, being sensitive to God. I feel like where we are right now in our relationship with God is we, God is needing a church that is not just active, but it's sensitive. It's not just a church that's busy and we're going from one thing to another, but it needs a church that is sensitive. We do not need to be the church, uh, as Paul says, that beats the air. Otherwise, you're shadow boxing and you're just kind of swinging at just nothing. But he says, everything that I, I throw, I'm landing, I'm sensitive, I know what's going on. And what God is looking for is a church that is sensitive. And the way that we are sensitive to God is through prayer. Prayer is the key that makes us sensitive to God. Years ago, I preached a message uh, called uh, being, uh, going off of being magnetized. And I talked about being spiritualized. Where if you're around a magnet, a piece of metal is around a magnet long enough, it can get the magnetic properties in it and it becomes magnetized. And that's exactly how we become sensitive to God The closer we are to him The more that we are around him The more that we touch him The more that we feel him We become more like him The Bible says they looked at the apostles And they they took knowledge of them That they have been with Jesus They have been around him so much That they begin to talk like him Act like him Present themselves the way he would What had happened? They became spiritual Spiritualized by his presence. It's getting in his presence. And the only way to get in his presence is to seek him. Now the mindset of seeking God did not come from God's idea. God created man. Created a perfect world. A beautiful world. Everything was exactly as it needed to be. There was no death, no murder, no no pain in that sense of hurt, agony in the soul, the spirit. Those things did not exist. This beautiful world, the things that bother us so much, was not there. And God would come down and he would walk through the garden with Adam and Eve talk with them, speak with them whether or not it was just a presence, whether he made some form that he dwelt in, I don't know but his presence was there and he would dwell because it wasn't about a hide and seek situation it was about him being with his creation about him being there with them and And knowing them and them knowing him but there came a time the bible says that as time went on we have no idea how long it was we don't know if it was a year two years uh, 20 years 30 years 50 years we have no idea they had the tree of life uh, there so virtually they could have been there uh, for many many years We have no idea, but there there came a moment where God had told them, listen, of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat. But there's one tree that's in the midst of the garden. He said, you shall not eat of it. He said, if you eat of it, you're going to die. Sin is going to come into the world, death by sin. Because of sin, now there's death. He said, just don't eat of this one tree. And I don't know what happened. I don't know why Eve was by the tree. I don't know what was going on. But somehow she found herself in a place that she should not have been. Has anyone ever found yourself in a place that you should not have been? And Eve is there. And now because she has positioned herself in a bad place, now all of a sudden... She is being tempted by the serpent. There, the serpent begins to beguile her and begin to uh, whisper things. God's trying to keep you down. God don't want you to be wise like he is. He's trying to uh, pull the wool over your eyes. And she convinced, he convinces her to eat of the tree. And when they ate of this tree, Eve and then gave to her husband that was there with her. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 7, and the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden, and the Lord God called unto Adam, saying unto him, Where art thou? The game begins. When sin entered into the world, now man begins to hide from God. God comes looking for Adam and Eve, searching in the spot that they were always there. But a few things have happened now. They have now eaten of the forbidden fruit, and their eyes have been opened. You know, it's amazing what we do to ourselves after we step across a certain line. You know, there are lines in our lives, and people here that I'm talking to, I have no doubt. I know that I'm in the Holy Ghost today. I know I, am so, I, I feel the power of God I know that this is going to be poking you, but hear me today. If you'll listen to me, by the time this day is over, God's going to draw you close to him again. But what happens is we know it's wrong. Our conscience tells us it's wrong. Life itself, we can tell we shouldn't be doing this. But as long as we know we shouldn't do it, but it's not until we cross the line that when we realize what we have done. There are people that you realize things that have happened in your life. People both here, people watching online, things, oh, my Lord, I did that. I've stepped across some things that I said I would never do. I said I would never do this, but look at me now. I said I would never say that, but listen to me now. I said I would never go there, but look where I find myself. Their eyes are open. And then the Bible says that when their eyes were open, they hid themselves. God did not hide them. God was not embarrassed of them. Conscience came in them and they hid themselves. And interesting enough, They hide themselves among God's provision. The things that God provided, the trees, the shrubs, the things that were there. Whenever we sin from God, we find ourselves hiding in the things that God has provided for us. I can't go to church because I've got this job. And we hide ourselves in the things That God has provided. My family is so important. We're doing things as a family here. But I'm not going to the presence of God. And a lot of times uh, what it is is merely an excuse. uh, Because we know there's something going on. uh, And we don't want the light. Uh, The Bible says if you step into the light. The reason why people hate the light. Because they say once they step into the light. Their deeds will be known the Bible says. And so I just stay away from his presence and I start the game of hide and seek. I start the game of hiding behind the things that God has provided for me. I hide behind the things uh, that are there in my life. Uh, and I say I can't do it because of because of my abilities uh, to play sports, because of my abilities uh, to make money, because of my abilities uh, to do these different things. Uh, I hide in the very thing uh, that God blessed me with. And God begins to work and God begins to search. Where are you? Where are you, Jason? Jason, where are you? Oh, I'm busy working for God. I'm I'm working for you. Jesus, help me. I told you it wasn't going to be a conventional message here today. I'll never forget the song. I, I, I mean, it's in me. It's part of me. I don't even know the whole thing, but there's just a, a part of it that I believe it was Lorna Harris back in the day that said, I miss my time with you. Those moments together. I wish to be with you each day. And it hurts me when you say. You're too busy, busy trying to serve me. But how can you serve me when your spirit's empty? I'm busy. God's provided me to do and a pastor in a wonderful church. I'm busy. Do you pray? Yeah, but do you pray? Do you worship? Yeah, but do you worship? Do you seek me? Where are you, Pastor Jason? Where are you, Souls Harbor? There are things. Now, it was not this way. God did not design the hide-and-seek game. Man is the one that began this So now because we are separated from God Now we must search him out The Bible says he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty He that dwelleth in the secret place A secret means that it's, you've got to find it The whole mindset of the fact that it's a secret Means you've got to search it out There are things that God has for us, relationships that God has for us, that doesn't just unfold and you say, well, I'm here. I suppose he's just going to give me whatever it is. But there are secret places and the revival that God wants to give us uh, and the harvest God wants to give us uh, and the life-changing experience uh, that you are looking for, you will only find uh, in the secret places. uh, And the secret places are only found uh, when you search them out. Because when it comes right down to it, you've got to make up in your mind as much as you don't want to be. You're it. You're it You're it You've got to search out the things of God You've got to begin to look and, and, and find. And so he tells us uh, as we go through the word of God in Luke 11 and 9, he talks about, I, I, and I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Uh, if you're going to be effective, uh, you're going to have to start searching some things out. Uh, because the things I have for you, uh, I don't just lay them out for anyone. Uh, there's hidden treasures uh, in a field uh, that you might start searching for so you can find it and then once you find it how, how, how are you willing to sell everything you have to get it see what God is saying this search has to be more than just a little glance it's got to be more than just a little look he's saying search for me find me I've got everything you need but I need somebody that's willing to begin to seek to ask and to knock You've got to go beyond just, well, if God gives it to me, he gives it to me. You will live a miserable life as a Christian. Because in the DNA of a Christian is to know him. And the only way to know him is to begin to search him out. Not, well, I prayed, and not, well, you know, I just kind of, you know, Kind of live for God. No. Search him out. Begin to look for it. The Bible says but without faith in Hebrews 11 and 6, but without faith it is impossible to please him, for they that come to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him diligently seek him not passively look after him, not just a little cursory glance over the side but when we began to search, I'm talking about what happened here last week uh, and the power of God that flowed Uh, we talked about being sensitive to God Uh, you know what we then begin to do Uh, we begin to pray Uh, and when you begin to pray uh, God draws near to you uh, and you draw near to him Uh, that's what God is looking for because there are things uh, that you need to happen that's not going to happen Uh, just with you kind of glancing in God's direction Uh, you've got to seek him out Oh, lift your hands and pray for a moment. Laurie, 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 Laurie. Laurie, Laurie, Laurie. Seek him out. Laurie, Laurie. 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 Seek him out. Laurie. He says, Ask. And it shall be given to you. Seek, ye shall find. Knock, it shall be opened. A progression of asking, of seeking, of knocking. What's going on? I'm trying to find the will of God. What are you doing? I'm asking, I'm looking, I'm seeking, I'm knocking. What's happening? I'm trying to find the things of God. The idea that we live in the Christian world that we are in right now, the so-called Christian world where people just kind of go to church if they want to, when they want to. They kind of pray if they want to, when they want to. They kind of worship if they want to, when they want to. is not the model of the book of Acts. They prayed about everything. They sought the face of God about where are we going to send certain people to and what's going to happen. They sought the face of God whenever they were looking for the Spirit to fill them. They sought the face of God. And it was not just little prayer. Prayers uh, that they prayed. Uh, I believe that a simple prayer can be powerful. Uh, It happens in the Word of God. Uh, Just a few words spoken by the prophet uh, and fire fell from heaven. Uh, Prayers don't have to be long. uh, But let me tell you, there is something that is creeping uh, into our church world uh, that we talk about, let's just have quality. Uh, We just need quality prayer. It's not about quantity. Here's the, the bad thing about that. It takes quality or quantity to get to quality. The reason why the surgeon has quality in how he moves his knife is because there was quantity in a room learning how to move that knife. The reason why the basketball player has quality in his shot is because he had quantity in practice. I'm here to tell you before we can jump on the bandwagon of quality we've got to get some quantity we've got to get much prayer with much power. We've got to get some intense prayer back of us we've got to go beyond just a little bitty prayers we've got to seek him you've got to seek him he said in Proverbs 8 17 I love them That love me and those that seek me early shall find me Word early here is not referring to how early in the morning It's talking about a diligence that is a first things mindset Those that seek him with diligence those that seek him with fervor They will find him If we seek him we will find him If we seek him we will find him It's not that he's so far off and he's so elusive that we can never find him. But it takes us seeking him. And I see people that come to church. Thank you for being here. But there's got to be something in your spirit that reaches beyond showing up. I cannot reveal God to you. God reveals himself to people. God shows himself to people, whether you're talking about Paul on the, way to, the on his way to persecute Christians, even though, hear me, even though he was seeking and was not going in the right direction, God knew his heart. God knew he was trying to put down because he thought in his mind he didn't have revelation. He thought that the name of Jesus was trying to break down the God of the the Jews. He did not have revelation. He did not have understanding. But he was seeking with what he understood with all of his heart. And I have seen God do it many times. If people truly have a hunger in their heart, even if they're not searching in the right direction, God will reveal himself to them so he can draw them another way way i cannot do that for you there has to be a seeking there has to be a longing there has to be a desire it's got we've got to get rid of in the church and in the world of i can have god or i can't have god i can do with him or without him we will get nowhere with god with that attitude our attitude has got to get i'm after him i'm seeking him if you'll seek him you'll find him I don't know that Cornelius knew really who and what he was praying to. There's nothing in the Bible that says he prayed to Jesus. He was just seeking and he was praying and praying and praying. And when God sees the attitude of someone praying and seeking, that's what God says I'm looking for someone that's seeking, I'm looking for someone that's hungry. They may not even know me. They may be a million miles from me, but there's hunger, and I look at the heart. I see the hunger, and I will reveal myself to them. Now, he doesn't save them. Very important. He didn't save Paul. He sent a man of God to baptize Paul and for Paul to get the Holy Ghost. Cornelius, uh, even though an angel appeared unto him, uh, he got revelation of who he was, uh, but he wasn't saved. Uh, That's not the point. Uh, It's a revelation of God, uh, and that's what we've got to get, uh, a true understanding uh, and revelation uh, of what? What and who God is Because that's where the glory comes The secret places Of the most high You abide under the shadow Of the almighty The miraculous begins to happen When you begin to Know him A revelation Of who God is Comes from seeking God God Jesus, even though he was standing in front of him, even though Jesus was the one teaching, he realized that teaching alone is not what's going to bring the revelation. And that's why when Peter stood up and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, Jesus said back unto him, Flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. It is a revelation of God, but the revelation only comes to those that are searching for him. If we stop searching for him, we don't know him. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Well, I've met God. No, you've got to keep searching him out. Is there anyone here that's been married for a while that you can't honestly say you know Your husband, your wife better now than you did 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 5 years ago, even 1 year ago. You know him better. Because you keep learning things you keep growing It's not a one-time experience we have with god when we accept him as our personal savior and that's it And we go on that is not the relationship that god is looking for He's looking for someone that will begin to seek him and reach after him And I am it and you are it It is up to us to begin to search him The bible says again if we will search him early or we will seek him diligently We will find him jeremiah 20 29 and 12 uh, that ye shall call upon me uh, and ye shall go and pray unto me uh, and i will hearken unto you uh, and ye shall seek me uh, and find me uh, and ye shall seek if you seek me uh, with your whole heart that's what god is looking for jesus said to them thou shalt love the lord thy god with all thy heart with all thy soul with all thy mind everything is the search after God, searching for the things of God, reaching after God. That's what's got to get in us. We, have, we can't say I'm searching and I'm reaching after um, just Bible knowledge. There are a lot of people that know a lot about the Bible that don't know God at all. They don't know anything about God they they can give you all kind of different stuff But they don't have a relationship with God because they're searching in the book for not not for God They're not searching in the book uh, trying to find God Uh, they're searching in the book uh, trying to find things of this world Uh, That's not the recipe that we're looking for I want to know him uh, and I can know him better through this word uh, But I'm not seeking the word that that this book uh, I'm seeking the author of this book uh, I'm seeking after him Three things that were lost that Jesus talked about. Luke chapter 15, verse 3 and down. First, there was a sheep. Jesus said, which one of you that had a hundred sheep? That if one was lost, he would not leave the ninety and nine, interesting, in the wilderness. He didn't even leave them in a super safe place. Figure they could, they had enough numbers, I guess. But he will go after that which was lost until he find it. Until, see, this is the seeking that we've got to get a hold of. It's not just to look. My kids, I tell them, go, go find something in the this or that. And they they walk in, can't find it. You go back and look again. A couple more minutes. Can't find it. I'll walk with him. Let's go. Now look. What? Look. I want to see how you're looking. Well, you can't find, see it right here. I didn't tell you. I want you to find this thing. Not, why well, I came to church. I kind of looked around. and No. It's... I'm trying to find something here. I'm trying to find God here. I'm trying to get a hold of something here. I'm not just showing up and and sitting down in church and saying, Well, I came, I kind of looked around. No, no, I'm finding him. I'm looking for him. I'm searching for him until I find it. That's the attitude. That's what God is looking for. And he models it. Second is a lost coin. Ten pieces of silver. Lots of things you can find out about this. Married vows. Different things that it represented. But it was something that was lost. And it was in the house. And she began to sweep. Fan. Clean. Searching. Until she found it. Until... She found it, and she began to rejoice. The next was the lost son. The Bible is very clear to me. The first two represent sinners. Because it ends by saying, in Luke 15 and 7, uh, speaking of the lost sheep, Likewise, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth than over ninety and nine just persons that need no repentance. When it finishes with a coin in Luke chapter 15 and verse 10. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. He is relating this to sinners. People. And I believe on two levels. Some that are just out in this world wondering. No direction, no nothing. They don't know. Maybe I don't even know if they understand that they're lost. They know things ain't right around them. but They know the f- things that they did have they don't seem to have anymore. But they're just wondering. And so he goes and he searches for that. But the other one is those that are lost in the house. They're in the house. But they're still lost. They're here. But they still haven't given themselves fully to God. They're here. But he is still searching because they're sinners. And I want you to realize that God is searching for you today. God is looking for you today. If you're here and there's sin in your heart and you came and you're saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going on. If God is searching for you. Uh, he's going to look for you until he finds you. Uh, he's looking in every crev- crevice. He's, he's looking above and beneath, around. He, he's doing everything he can to find right where you are. He is searching for you. The last one was a lost son. We know him as the prodigal son. The prodigal son, because he went away. A man, wealthy man, had two sons, and one came and said, Father, give me my inheritance. I'm ready to go live it up. His father gives the son the inheritance, and he goes, and he spends it on riotous living. He was just partying up a storm. He was just going out, doing everything he could to to live it up to the nth degree. Just searching and looking and trying to find what he already had in everything else. It's amazing, people that not, will not search out God, but will search in every bottle and every needle and every pill. I've got to find. So he's out there, and then he loses all of his money. He lost all of his friends when the money ran out; they were gone too. And now all of a sudden, he finds himself. And Jesus is putting him in the worst possible situation for a young Jewish man. He finds himself in a pig pen. And he is slopping the hogs. He is feeding the pigs. And he's even thinking and starting to, I'm hungry. And and in the process, he comes to himself. He says, you know, the servants at my father's house eat better than this. He says, uh, he comes to himself, he realizes, he says, I'm perishing, my my belly is faint. What is going on here? He says, I will arise, in verse 18, and I'm going to go to my father, and I will say to my father, I have sinned against, uh, against heaven and against thee. I am no more worthy to be called thy son, but make me just one of your hired servants. And he arose. You've got to get, get up. And he came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him, had compassion, and ran. You see, there are people here today, and this is what I feel like the Lord just wants me to say to somebody. You're sinners, you're lost. God's searching you out. Yeah. But there are people that some come to church every day or every service. Some, you come every now and then. Some, this may be your first time. But you you know God. You made a decision where you're going and what you're doing. Yeah. Yes. God stands on a hill and looks, seeking. But see... The man found the sheep, the woman found the coin, but the father and the son found each other. They were both searching and looking. They were both coming after God. The Bible says, hear me, the Bible says that the father embraces him and says, My son was dead, is now alive. He was lost and now is found. No one found him. He came back. But whenever he came back and found the Father, he found himself again. And this is what God put in my spirit. There are people that you have lost your way and you have lost yourself. And you can't find yourself anymore. You, you can't even fathom how I got where I am. I don't even recognize myself i don't understand how i'm here i don't understand why i got where i am right now but whenever you find the father you're going to find yourself again You're going to find the thing that you thought was lost and would never be returned. And you came back in the attitude, just make me a servant. But he puts the best robes on you. And he puts this symbol back on your hand. He puts everything, the power, right back in your hand. Oh, my Lord, how did this happen? I I, I was lost. But when I came back to the Father, I found myself again. I believe with everything inside of me. There are prayer warriors in this place that you have lost uh, yourself Uh, you can't find yourself Uh, you may not be out with riotous living uh, but you have stopped uh, seeking God Uh, and when you stop seeking God uh, you start beginning to regress uh, back into yourself uh, and you begin to hide uh, among the stuff uh, that God has already given you Uh, my God uh, it's time for you to come out from all these things uh, and to seek him uh, for who he is again uh, and to reach after him for who He is again. Stand with me. Hear me. Luke 19 and 10. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. He came to seek and to save. Oh, God, what God's trying to get us ready for and what God is already doing and what God's trying to do in your family, we are not going to be able to do this thing by just kind of passively searching him out. We've got to begin to seek him the way he seeks us until he finds us you're here not by accident today you're here because you're on a search and god's put it inside of you and you came here today and you're not just here on a on a seat you're here because you're searching out the things of god but let me tell you you need to put it in hyperdrive because there comes a time that jesus is coming back and we have better have found him whenever we played hide and go seek we would always say something after we counted Ready or not, here I come. Let me tell you, this hide-and-seek game is about to be over. And God's about to say, ready or not, here I come. I feel like I've just been, I haven't been plunging in anything. I just feel like I've just been tapping this thing in your spirit today. You know good and well what I'm talking about. It's been in your spirit and your soul. You've just kind of been looking in the direction of God, but you haven't been searching him out. Let me tell you, the prayer is the key that unlocks every door. Let me tell you, Jesus, when he looked for a name for his church, you know what he called it? My house shall be called the house of prayer it's prayer why because prayer is what gets you close to God and when you get close to God that's when you truly become a Christian which is Christ like Uh, that's why God put something inside of us to search him out because the closer we get to him the more we become like him there are people here today you don't even know is it possible hear me if you will seek him diligently he is a rewarder of everyone uh, that comes after him uh, with something in their spirit that says more more than I've heard about this God Or oh, I, I've heard about this And I kind of take it or leave it You will never find God With a take it or leave it attitude But if today you will say I'm after him You're going to find the peace The joy, everything that you've been Looking for in him No one leaving Lift your hands right now Let's just stay where we are for a moment And talk to God Begin to seek his face Jesus' name. Just keep praying. I know when God speaks to me to say something. I had two different things I was planning on preaching here and God just kept putting this stuff in my spirit. There's got to be a fresh birth. Of I'm it in this place. A fresh birth of seeking him. Ha ha ha. Not just experiencing him. Seeking him. You can be in a service where the Holy Ghost is moving and almost without even you trying, uh, you can experience him. Uh, but I'm talking about seeking his face. Uh, oh, God, uh, that I might know you uh, in the power of your resurrection uh, and in the fellowship of your suffering. Uh, I want to know you. Come on, that's it. The Holy Ghost is moving right now. I see tears flowing down people's face. I see brand new people begin to pray as the Holy Ghost touches you right now. That's it. Seek Him. Seek Him. You'll find Him. You'll find that He's not very far from every one of us. That's it right there. Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. With this spirit of prayer right now, if someone will come to the keyboard and if you'll come to the front and seek the Lord with me for a little while. Come on, you came here with all kind of burdens. Come and seek Him. You're going to find peace. Come into His presence. You're going to find refuge for your soul. When your heart is overwhelmed, the rock that is Christ is really the only thing you can go to. Don't wait until you're blinded by the things of this world. Come, come. You're here and there's sin in your life. If you will come to God, you will find that He will reward you. He's not far from you. He's not hiding from you. And you're here. And you're in some type of a backslidden state. And you can't even recognize yourself. If you will come and find the Father, you're going to find yourself again. You're going to find yourself right back with the robes on your shoulders. You're going to come back. Find the power in your hand. You're wrong.
1: Holy Ghost is in this place needed. right now.
0: Reach for Him. Reach for Him.
1: I want. Reach for
0: Him. Itayela me let revelation Help me know come on, let revelation come. revelation comes when you begin to seek him.
1: Revelation Revelation
0: revelation when you you to to seek him. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus.
1: Help
0: Ministers, pray as long as you need to pray personally. But altar workers, those begin to move and pray. The Holy Ghost is speaking to people's hearts. You You really should position yourself. Position means a lot. Eve positioned herself to be tempted by being by a tree. You can position yourself to be saved by being at an altar. Oh, God. Come on, reach after him, feel after him, touch him. Let him touch you. God, get us back to a place of searching after you.
1: Come on, search
0: after him, reach after him. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, you've touched him before. God's saying, Come back to me.
1: Never let me go.
0: The Holy Ghost is speaking to people so strongly right now. I can feel it. I don't preach like this. You know, God is trying to do something again. different to wake somebody up.
1: To
0: hear you say that I'm your friend. Seek, you seek, desire. Come on, reach, knock, ask. Oh, Oh,
1: that's powerful. That's it. That's it right there.
0: Come on. Someone's getting an attitude. I'm not just kind of looking around. I'm seeking until I find right now i'm searching until i come across it Help me find jesus no come on you want the miraculous in your life seek him come on the gifts of the spirit are for those that seek him the supernatural You're are for those that seek him wrong, jesus, jesus. that's wrong.
1: it altar workers
0: begin to move Come on. You can try to do all kind of things, trying to find yourself, trying to find your identity. When you come back to the Father, that's when you're going to find yourself. Uh, even though you're here in the house, you need to know Him again. You're wrong. I want. <laughs> Come on, that's it. Reach for him. Seek him.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome.
0: I see tears flowing all the way through this congregation. Will you join with somebody out there and begin to pray with them? Join with a friend or a brother or sister or a husband or wife.
1: I see those tears
0: flowing, sir. I see that hunger. God sees that hunger. God will reveal himself if you come after him he's going to come running to you the father is seeking oh there you go obey God all over this place back in the back that's it that's it holy ghost holy ghost holy ghost holy ghost holy ghost let those tears flow I see a lot of people weeping right now. That's what you need to do.
1: Seek him. Let those tears
0: flow down your face. Let it be more than just a glance, just a look. Let there be something inside of you that reaches. Jesus. Come on, Jesus is seeking for you. He came to seek in the same that which is lost. Why don't you begin to search for him back? don't hide among the stuff any longer don't hide among the stuff any longer Jesus I know you're hurting I know you're ashamed I know that your eyes are open to some things and you're hiding now but don't hide any longer come out you're going to find a God that loves you a God that's going to find a way for you
1: Yes,
0: Lord, yes, Lord. He'll never stop to draw me back. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's it. Seek him. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Not just here and there, not just every now and then, but a diligence.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus' name. Help me know you.
1: Ever Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The
0: That's the Holy Ghost touching you. There you go. That's awesome right there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk to Him. That's awesome right there. I'm telling y'all, I can see God doing some things right now. Please don't stop praying. I'm asking you to tap in and If you know him, help somebody else know him. If you already have a relationship, help somebody else have a relationship. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Come on, that's that breakthrough you've been looking for. Come on, get a desire to know him. He'll reveal himself to you. Get a desire to know him. He'll reveal himself to you. Jesus. That's it. Talk to God. That's it. Talk to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Is moving right now. Go ahead, let that spirit flow over you. Let the power of God begin to work in you. In the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. At His right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. But you've got to seek for that secret place, you've got to search for that secret place jesus name yes lord yes lord come on he can give you peace that passes all understanding in his presence oh that's wonderful holy ghost holy ghost holy ghost there you go there you go there you go, there you go. yes 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 oh Lord. He,
1: is
0: he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him
1: he is a rewarder of them that
0: diligently seek him holy ghost La 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 filled today. Be la 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 Lord. la Jesus. Help me
1: know
0: You That's it, saint of God. Help somebody touch the throne room right now. That's it, child of God. That's it, sir. Open your heart to him. Yes! Come on, you may think that you've gone too far. The prodigal son thought he could never be a son again. But as soon as he came home... He found a father waiting on him. Hallelujah, You're Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus.
1: Yes.
0: Hallelujah, Jesus. Help me know that you are near. Seek him. Seek him. Seek him. oh that's it that's it Holy Ghost take over the Holy Ghost can put families back together the Holy Ghost can change the way you think the way you act the way you talk no one can put Jesus in your life you have to seek him
1: no one can
0: put Jesus in your life you have to seek him today, tomorrow Seek Him. La 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 la. la, la, Come on with all your heart. If you seek Him with all your heart, you'll find Him. There you go. Nothing secret from Him. Jesus. Hallelujah! 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus! Hallelujah, Jesus!